Safety first. The importance of ergonomic education in preventing perioperative musculoskeletal disorders. By Christina Garbarino. In 2020, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics identified that work-related injuries in healthcare environments were among the most prevalent of all private industries. Findings of a 2021 systematic review with meta-analysis of 22 international studies on the prevalence of work-related musculoskeletal disorders, WMSDs, among 3,590 perioperative nurses showed that 62% reported lower back pain. In Egypt, researchers studied the occupational risk factors for WMSDs among 184 perioperative nurses and found that 180, 97.8%, experienced musculoskeletal symptoms. In Switzerland, 74, 66.1%, of 112 perioperative nurses reported that they experienced WMSDs. These results show that perioperative WMSDs are a global phenomenon. Perioperative nurses with WMSDs can exhibit a variety of symptoms, including lower back pain, knee pain or crepitus, joint tenderness, and tingling of the backs of the thighs or the hands and fingers. Based on the reported symptoms, WMSDs can negatively affect tendons, nerves, muscles, joints, bones, and multiple body areas or systems. For example, connective tissue, vascular system. Nurses with a WMSD diagnosis may leave the workforce early and experience mental health decline or deteriorated functioning. In 58 countries, mortality related to WMSDs increased by 67%, between 1986 and 2011. In addition, healthcare workers with WMSDs may experience decreased job satisfaction, and the effects of WMSDs can be cumulative. The effects of WMSDs on personnel are concerning because short-term leave and permanent retirement related to WMSDs may exacerbate perioperative nurse shortages. AORN's 2021 Salary and Compensation Survey results showed that 71% of perioperative managers reported at least one vacant position, a 10% increase from 2020. In addition, 99% of the managers who reported vacant positions indicated some were clinical. When asked to provide causes for the nursing shortages at their facilities, 54% of the total respondents indicated that personnel changed employers or industries. Further, 33% of OR nurse respondents indicated that they were likely or somewhat likely to quit their job within the next year. The authors noted that both of these results reflected increases from the results of the 2020 survey. The salary survey results also indicated that 38% of respondents either had not seen or had rarely seen a negative effect on the quality of care, for example, adverse events, related to the nursing shortage. This percentage was decreased from 2020. However, it is reasonable to conclude that as the number of available perioperative nurses declines, the safety of personnel and patients may be negatively affected. 
Causes of WMSDs in Perioperative Nursing Although the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics does not provide information specific to perioperative nurses, it recognizes the vulnerability of RNs, especially to back injuries. Perioperative nurses are at risk for developing WMSDs because they often perform repetitive high-risk tasks, for example, lifting, transferring, repositioning, which can lead to daily and eventually cumulative physical symptoms. A normal workday for perioperative nurses is physically demanding and can include lifting heavy supplies, moving heavy equipment, holding extremities during skin antisepsis, and providing tissue retraction. Perioperative nurses also may stand for long periods of time and hold their arms in awkward positions, which may increase muscle tension and contribute to a WMSD. It may be difficult for perioperative nurses to work when experiencing pain, and working while in pain may exacerbate injuries. Perioperative personnel should not expect their career to lead to disability and harm. However, the physical demands of perioperative nursing make these adverse events more likely. Another factor that may contribute to the risk of injury in the perioperative environment is a lack of assistive equipment, including mechanical lifts and readily accessible carts, to perform ergonomic tasks and move supplies safely. Perioperative nurses are frequently rushed when completing high-risk tasks, such as moving or positioning patients, and may perform these tasks without adequate personnel present or time to gather available assistive devices. Researchers identified a significant correlation between knowledge of ergonomic principles, R equals negative 0.18, and workplace ergonomic conditions, R equals negative 0.16, P is less than 0.05, among nurses at a healthcare facility in Iran. Therefore, staff members' knowledge of general ergonomic principles and injury prevention strategies may influence the incidence of WMSDs. However, results of a study on physician knowledge and attitudes for preventing WMSDs showed that although many physicians knew the principles to follow and supported preventing injuries, they did not satisfactorily practice the ergonomic techniques. The researchers noted the physicians whose practice did not reflect use of their knowledge of injury prevention experienced more WMSD symptoms than physicians whose practice did reflect use of that knowledge. The 2005 AORN Workplace Safety Task Force identified seven high-risk tasks that OR nurses perform repetitively and frequently. 1. Transferring patients on and off OR beds. 2. Repositioning patients on OR beds. 3. Lifting and holding patients' extremities. 4. Standing for long periods of time. 5. Holding retractors for long periods of time. 6. Lifting and carrying supplies and equipment. And 7. Pushing, pulling, and moving equipment on wheels. Because perioperative nurses perform these tasks daily, the task force developed recommendations to address each task. Strategies to Consider Although perioperative nurses cannot change the risk factors associated with daily repetitive patient care, they can implement strategies to mitigate the risks. AORN recommends 
that perioperative team members collaborate to implement and support a culture of safety that incorporates principles of safe patient handling and movement, SPHM. Organization leaders should, quote, appoint an interdisciplinary perioperative team with the authority and responsibility to establish, evaluate, and maintain an SPHM program, end quote, that complies with applicable laws and incorporates the American Nurses Association standards. Developing and implementing an SPHM program that includes education and competency verification for the use of equipment to improve safety should help prevent WMSDs. Perioperative personnel may benefit from education that targets the safe performance of ergonomic tasks and addresses the risks of these tasks and the principles associated with ergonomically safe movement. The development of an SPHM program with education on the ergonomic risks of daily perioperative activities can reduce both the incidence and severity of injuries. There was an 82% drop in recordable patient handling injuries with an associated 94% decrease in lost work time, 85% decrease in modified work events, and 82% reduction in workers' compensation costs. After implementation of an SPHM program at a multi-hospital health system in Florida, at the time of publication of the data, personnel had sustained the improvements for eight years. Researchers studied the change in perioperative nurses' test scores before and after an educational intervention on ergonomic principles and compared the results with the test scores of a control group of nurses who did not participate in the education intervention. The test scores in the intervention group were significantly higher than the scores in the control group. P is less than 0.05. The mean performance scores among the nurses who participated in the education intervention showed significant differences. That is, scored higher after the interventions, related to standing and lifting and moving objects. T-test equals 3.34 and 3.07, respectively, P less than 0.05. Another group of researchers studied the effect of an ergonomics education program on WMSD incidents and found that the intervention group members experienced fewer ankle, hand and wrist, low back, neck, hip and shoulder injuries than the control group members. AORN recommends that education and competency verification should address 1. Ergonomic information specific to perioperative roles and the setting in which personnel complete tasks. 2. Processes for patient assessment, for example, preventing falls. 3. A general overview of ergonomic principles. 4. Risks associated with specific ergonomic tasks and 5. Information on preventing, identifying, and reporting WMSDs. Perioperative leaders and educators can use various methods, for example, video or in-person presentations, pamphlets, handouts, to provide personnel with ergonomic safety information. Conducting periodic education sessions on ergonomic safety also can be an effective way to reinforce the importance of perioperative ergonomic principles and concepts, including risks and challenges. Although undergraduate nursing curricula may include information on ergonomic principles and injury prevention, 
perioperative nurse educators also should include these topics during onboarding education activities. Providing this information early in a nurse's career and upon employment may mitigate some of the cumulative effects that poor ergonomic practices can create for staff members. The work environment can affect employees' health, which can then affect their ability to work. Therefore, in the complex perioperative setting, it is important to maintain a safe work environment and healthy workforce. When developing an ergonomics education program, perioperative personnel and leaders may benefit from consulting an injury prevention specialist for guidance. Personnel may complete an evaluation